Welcome to Not in a Huff with Jackson Huff, where we interview newsmakers, storytellers, and all-around interesting people. Sit back, relax, uh, unless you're driving, and enjoy the show. Here's Jackson. Hello, hello, hello. I am Jackson Huff. This is Not in a Huff. Thanks so much for being here this week. Really appreciate it. Uh, this week, we have another person from 90 Day Fiance. Uh, we, we had someone on uh, about a month ago, um, Evelyn Cormier. Really enjoyed speaking with her. She talked about you know the process of 90 Day Fiance, bringing her spouse, uh, her now spouse, over from Spain, and then also her time as a, as a finalist on American Idol. Really enjoyed that conversation. You know, like I mentioned, I really like um, 90 Day Fiance, that the show, and, and you know, the learning the process of the K-1 visa and, and things like that. Um, today, it's it's from the other end. I'm I'm speaking with someone who actually um, was was brought to America um, from a K-1 visa, um, Juliana Castagia. Now she is from uh, Brazil. I'm sure I, I pronounced her her last name just a, a little bit off, but I believe that's pretty close, Juliana. Um, she is is married now here to her her husband, and and we really uh, we had a really good conversation. Talk a little bit more about the ninety day fiance process, how that all goes down, um, what she's been up to since she was on the show, um, some some things she learned from from being on the show, and also uh, some things that might surprise you. Um, just a, a really interesting conversation. Um, and I hope that you enjoy it. If, if 90 Day Fiance is not a show that you watch, um, you know, I, I do think that just kind of learning the, the, the background behind, uh, you know, some of these reality shows is, is really interesting. And just hear about people who uh, have kind of went through these, these crazy experiences. So without further ado, here is my interview with Juliana Castagia. Right, I am here today with Juliana Castagia. How are you, Juliana? I'm good. Then you. And you. <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So obviously we, we know you from, from 90 Day Fiance, and I want to talk about that. Uh, but before we get to that, let's talk just a little bit about yourself, um, you know, outside of, outside of that show. So tell us a little bit about Juliana. So my name is Juliana Custodia. I'm from Brazil. Um, I'm 24 now, and I work as a model since I was 15. <laughs> And now me America, marry America man, and that's it. Yeah, well, very good. So, tell us how I guess how the the ninety day fiance process happened because I've interviewed someone from the the other side. I interviewed a woman who brought their their husband here from Spain, um, but I, I've not heard it from you know from the person who I guess went through the K one process. So how? I guess what what inspired you and and your your husband? His name is is Michael, correct? Yes. So how what inspired you and Michael to decide to to apply to to be on the show? Actually, was the lawyer our lawyer that was taking care of the case, the K one visa? Mm-hmm. Uh, she just asked because I think one of the producers just asked her if she had like any case of K one visa, any foreign trying to come to America, and she said yes, and. Ask, ask us if we could give she could give our numbers to the producer and that's how it happens and the, the producer just contact us and we start to talk about that if you want to be on the show or not we never heard the show before uh-huh. we just heard after recorded and then we start to watch it like 
we're really curious how is the process and then when we start to watch the show like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so you guys so you know once once you decided to to be on it and and was recorded you, you none of you guys went back and and checked out old old seasons and and tried to see what it was all about you just kind of went into it blindly kind of because the producer explained how was the process uh they just want to show our story in the tv and they were kind of excited for it but we didn't know like all the drama (laughs) all the other seasons we were kind of like shocked yeah and but it was a really good experience me and michael we don't regret it it was really good (laughs) oh good so we're we're both of you you know when when your lawyer came to you and and said something about the show were you both just completely on board did one of you take any convincing or was it just full steam ahead for both of you actually michael wants to do it because of his kid wants to be on tv <laughs> i honestly am not like private before i was private and shy but now i'm like kind of don't care anymore yeah. and i didn't really want to do but he convinced me so he started to do this would be like cool and a good experience you know yeah just like after two years, we could just can go on the man on TV and watch ourselves. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. So for someone who didn't see your season or, or hasn't seen 90 Day Fiance at all, because, you know, I do talk to a lot of different people. So maybe someone listening hasn't seen 90 Day Fiance. Tell us just a little bit about, I guess, you and Michael's backstory. How did you, how did you meet and, and how are you, uh, I guess, sitting here in the United States now? So I met Michael on Croatia on a yacht party because I met, I, I knew his friend and his friend was his friend and my friend as well. So, and I was living in Europe that time. I working as a model and I just went, went to Croatia for holidays and that's how we met. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and after we started to date, uh, we did about two years. I tried a couple of times the visitor visa for america and didn't work and he just wants me to come here to visit him hmm. no really to marry we are not i i don't think he was on board about all the process of the ku and visa had to come here and then we have to marry so we just tried it and got approved only after two years it was a really long process and it's really hard and i think he did a lot of sacrifice for me because he had to travel all the time to see me at least every month. And, you know, I was kind of moving a lot, like one month in London, UK, another month in Brazil, another month in Europe, you know, right. traveling a lot. He right. was kind of following me. Well, that's, that shows, I guess, that, that dedication to, to making it all work. So that's awesome. No, the, I guess the thing I think that a lot of people don't realize that, that do watch the show is, you know, the K1 pro, K1 visa process is a, tough one it's not just a an easy sign sign on the dotted line and everything's good it's it's not an easy process at all it's a huge process there's a lot of documents required and some people like michael and angelo from the show he got the decline he couldn't get the visa denied actually uh and i feel so bad for her because he it's just got a lot of money a lot of paperwork headache you know Right. both sides so it's really upsetting <laughs> they're going through right right and you mentioned michael and angela you know that that's another couple that was on 90 day fiance so that's that kind of brings up a good question how i guess how connected and how much of a community do you feel with other people that were on the show 
And then also, is it just a, an entire 90 day fiance community throughout, you know, all of these shows or do you, are you more connected with those that were on your season or, or, or how does, how does that all work? I don't know. Like, I, I think I'm more connected with the, the one that was in my season, mm-hmm. but actually, also, what else? You know, Fernanda, she was in the one of the seasons. I don't remember which one. We talk on Instagram. She's really nice. Um, Larissa also, she's another Brazilian. She's really nice. Mm-hmm. And that's people that on TV, you see like, oh, my God, they're, they look horrible. But they're really nice. Like, if you get to know that Angela, she's like amazing. <laughs> you laugh all the time. Like, she's so positive energy and make jokes all the time she's amazing and we, I could never imagine because I watch the show I think sometimes they kind of make one one have to be the bad person you know right <laughs> one of the couples <laughs> so right right no that's I mean it's it's a tv show they've got to create that drama and reasons for people to watch so I'm sure that they they do some uh, interesting editing for sure Yes. So, so how how did the process work for you from from, I guess the, your your first day filming to the to your last day? How long was the entire process of filming the show for you? Uh, so we start to filming on two thousand. Oh my god, two thousand nineteen, <laughs> um, July. I was still in Brazil, I think. This was before I got to come to America. I had my interview for the K1 visa and they started, they recorded for three days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember we only had five days in Rio. The three days they were recording was sunny and the two days to go to the beach was raining. And we had, mm. pre- anyway, so, rec- and then it was about uh, from July to December. December we had a tell off. So I don't know, like four months, five. <laughs> gotcha. I gotcha. So, and, and how quickly after you, you were recording was, was your season shown? About one or two months. One or two months. So I, from what I've heard, they, they do some very different things. Some people, it takes, you know, months and months. The person that I was, I was speaking with before, they actually were recording while the show was going on. So they would see what they just recorded last week, you know, that upcoming week. So it was, it was very strange for them because, you know, their story was still playing out. So it's good that you kind of had, was able to have your entire, you know, story, so to speak. And then you could watch it later. Oh yeah. But like, while they were, there's a lot of episodes, right? So while you are watching the first episode, like the one we recorded first mm. is what is weirdest. Um, so we record the first day and mm. the first day, they use for one of the last days. Really? Makes sense. It's kind of so weird. So it's, it's not, not chronological. Exactly. It's not in order. Yeah. yeah I got gotcha. you. Yeah. That would and be strange. While we are watching ourselves, there's still recording. You have to, you know, we, I think we were done recording on December and on December was the tell out also. So while we were recording, we were watching ourselves. It's kind of weird. <laughs> oh, so that, so you did have the same experience. You were, yeah, you were seeing we yourself and then you're still recording. Yes. I gotcha. I feel like it's that... really, they, they take a lot out of you because it's about your life. It's not that you're acting, you know, it was a job that you're going to get paid. Right. Good right. money. So, and that is, 
um, this is really hard with your emotions because sometimes the producers kind of provoke you and in oh they don't provoke they ask questions that is like your doctor would ask no right I, I don't know how to explain that but you really get emotions no i can't imagine that i mean obviously there is it's dealing with your life and creating drama in it so you know um, millions of people seeing it on Sunday and then you've got to, you know, continue trying to live it throughout the week. I, I couldn't even imagine that. I And this is when you open your Instagram and then you see all the haters, the people hating you. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> no. Yeah. We have, so, yeah. We have to forget about social media. <laughs> right. So, I mean, everyone obviously in, in the public eye deals with, with hate and haters and things like that. Two questions with that. One, how how did you try to block them out? How did you block out the noise? And then second is, you know, what what kind of hate did, were you seeing? What were a lot of people saying? Um, that's really easy. Gold digger, you're here just for money. You're here just for green card. You hope because my husband is older than me, like twenty years old, nineteen years older. So I got a lot of people judging it. Mm. And some, I, I don't know, it's a lot of really, really bad. Some people just say, you're too skinny, you're horrible, you're ugly. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I start to get upset at the beginning. And my husband, Michael, just said, like, look in the mirror. You'd really think that you're like that? Like, why do you care about them? Like, just, uh-huh. you, they don't even have a, pro, a profile photo. Like, you know, it's just some... It's really easy uh, to judge somebody behind the screen, so that's it. Oh uh, no, that's, I don't care. <laughs> that's huge. I think a lot of people just do that just to provoke and try to create an action, you know, a reaction. I don't think a lot of people really think about that. You know, this is this is people's lives. You know, I've talked to a lot of people, um, you know, that deal with trolls and, and haters and things like that. And a lot of times, you know, once people you realize, you know, this isn't just somebody you're seeing on TV. This is a real person. This is somebody with real emotions. I think that that a lot of times, you know, not to, not to, I guess, give any excuse for, for the trolls, but I think a lot of times they step back once they realize that I'm like, Oh man, I'm kind of just being a, a, a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. It's really sometimes like a long time ago, I used to see a famous uh, photo of a person and, they just seen some bad things about them and then they didn't know what's true. I would comment, oh yeah, there he is a man, you know? It's yeah. like, I was judging, but some, at the same time, we forget that's a real person out there. And then they will see that somehow and get upset. And then a lot of people cure themselves because right. on the internet, you know? Right. Com- sure. Complicated. Sure. But I don't care. My mom said, well, ignore it. We'll just laugh at it. I just laugh. <laughs> like, okay, God bless you. Bye. Yeah, that's that's what you gotta do. If you can't if they you know, if you don't give them any food, then they, they don't have anything to eat. So you just kinda gotta not feed the trolls for sure. So you know, you you mentioned that you mentioned your you know, your family. How you know, how how did they take you moving to a new country and, and how are they, I guess, adapting to it now? Oh, um, I always travel. So for them, it's not like a mm. big thing, you know. I, I, I was never at home. <laughs> I yeah. left when I was six. Yeah, I left to another place, another country when I was 15. So just my for my mom, it's normal not see me. <laughs> yeah. Well, then that makes it just a little bit easier then, I guess. 
a little bit, but even when I was traveling, I would, I would, would always come back after three, four or five months. But now I'm here one year and a half is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so I never, I was never like that much time away from them. Right. And this is, this is not the best time when it comes to, you know, trying to, to travel back and, and seeing anyone dealing with, with what we're dealing with now. So, so yeah. So tell us just a little bit about, you know, you you talked about how you, you got into modeling at, at 15. So tell us just a little bit about your, your modeling career so far and, and what the future holds. Well, um, to be honestly, I was doing great until I come here to America. I mean, I know that the coronavirus, everything was great. I, I signed up with one, a really good agency, New York. Uh, started to get jobs and then come coronavirus. But I realized that a lot of others started work again and I was left behind and that's what's happening. I'm just left behind. I'm not really getting any jobs. So I'm just planning for this year. I'm going to change a lot of things about my career, <laughs> include gotcha. agency and like, we call managers. So do you think that, that any of it has to do with, I guess, being on the the show and being typecast as, oh, hey, there's that girl from 90 Day Fiance, or do you think it has nothing to do with that? Oh, no. Actually, they found me on TV. One of the bookers, the managers that was working as agents, they saw me uh-huh. on TV and they said, oh, I really like you. And then they invited me to join them. They So I signed the contract, but the same person that found me on TV and contracted me they left the agents and so if they left and what i'm doing there you know right. my champions is gone so there's no reason to be there for me let's, it's let's really hope, complicated it sounds like it all we can say is let's hope it all gets better in the you know in the coming year and you find you know the agency that you need to find and everything's good sorry let me just open this sure. <laughs> i have a lot of dogs here go <laughs> I'm sorry. I have like three dogs. <laughs> no worries. So that was actually some of my questions. So I do follow you on Instagram. So I've seen your dogs. So tell me just a little bit about your dogs. They look extremely spoiled. I think they may be uh, more spoiled than, than Michael is. I know that they, they, they show some jealousy there. So tell me a little bit about your dogs. Oh my God. I love dogs so much. I have like three, four in Brazil. My mom have like 12 dogs in here. Oh goodness. Um, Michael had once his ex-wife won and then Michael gave me for my birthday last year the a little shih tzu puppy hmm. and as a basket now I have three they all follow me around and forget forgot about the owners <laughs> <laughs> so you've got a you've got a shih tzu and it looks like you may have like a Boston Terrier is that that is that what the other one is yes. and then yes, the third the one what's the one. third one I think he's loves uh I forgot a Shih Tzu mixed with another thing. Los uh, Apsu. Los Apsu. Yeah, I don't know yeah. exactly how to say that. Come here, yeah. baby. What are come here? What are their names? It's Howard. Howard. Oh, <laughs> look, one behind there. That is that that's Howard. Percy. Oh, that's Percy. That's Percy. Percy. Okay. <laughs> and then I show you. How, oh, the little one is. Come here. This is Frankie. Frankie. <laughs> Frankie Zappa. I like it. That's so cute. And then the last one. Come here, baby. They really are just all hanging around you, huh? 
And yes. you said one of them was one of them was Michael's, and then one of them was his ex-wife. So they've all just kind of gravitated towards you, huh? Yes, they follow me everywhere, like around. <laughs> this one was rescued by Michael and Sarah, so they're not mine, but it's mine now. And then they got Percy, that's mine too. <laughs> that is so cute. No. I like them. They're really nice. I also have like two guinea pigs, two uh, hamsters. I love animals in general, so. It sounds like it. That's awesome. Yeah, I saw on uh, your Instagram, I don't know, it's probably been a couple of weeks ago, um, but you accidentally used their shampoo. Is that right? Because <laughs> I, I give them a bath on, the ba- on my bathroom when uh-huh. I'm taking a shower sometimes. And then I was just like with my eyes closed, they usually use the first shampoo. And then I got the second one. It's exactly the same like my shampoo bottle. And I just use it. And I realized it wasn't was weird because, you know, it doesn't have a lot of uh, bubble. How can I explain? My hair started to be so weird and bad. And that's how I realized, oh, my God, my dog's shampoo sucks. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so your hair, it looks like it looks like your hair is fine now. It didn't ruin your hair. So that's a good thing. Oh, that ruined at first. I posted pictures like this. <laughs> yeah, it kind of it, it dried out your hair, it looked like. It made it a lot more coarse, maybe. Yes, but it's fine now. It's accidentally. That's good. That's good. So uh, tell us, just when it comes to the to the show, maybe things that, that we people who are just watching might be surprised, um, you know, maybe misconceptions people have or, or, or just some surprising things about actually the, the real life version of the show compared to what we see. Okay. So, uh, I don't know. That's a lot of facts. Uh, we are not, he, Michael is not rich. People think that he's like, just, and we actually have problems, you know, we having problems now with the house. Uh, that's too expensive. We, we, I think everyone is having uh, money problem because of the coronavirus and we are just one of them um what else it's really complicated um i pay my own bills is they just try to make the people see that i depend 100 percent on him and no matter what i said on the show i said a lot of things but they never used the scene yeah yeah. it's really complicated it sucks <laughs> yeah and I, that's 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 a big thing i think when it comes to you know these reality shows you know you everyone just sees what the you know the editors and the directors want you to see not necessarily what's actually happening and you know they, they obviously i don't think that it's necessarily scripted but they kind of guide you on direction or they cut it in a way that it's not exactly how it happened so how, I mean, did, did you find that to be, to be frustrating? You know, something would happen and then you'd see it on the t- show and you'd be like, this is not a, at all what happened. Did that frustrate you? Yes, actually. Uh, I think it was in the fourth season, we start to watch like, what's happening? Why did <laughs> it look so bad? Mm-hmm. And me and Mike, we just quit the show. We quit. And then after a long talk with the producers and, mm-hmm. This was more like in the end of the episode, they start to change and make uh, like both look normal, you know, because mm-hmm. it was just, I don't know, it was a weird, <laughs> it was weird for us to watch that. Because I was like, I didn't say that. 
when did I say that? <laughs> I don't remember. You know, just so start you, to get pissed so you, at each you other. Did, so you did step away for for a little bit then. Yeah, we did a little bit. Yeah, well, and then we got back just to finish it. I got you. Well, it sounds like that's probably what needed to happen to kind of tell them that hey, that you've got to you've got to show our, our story accurately, given that it's our life. Yeah, and I think after that, a lot of people just look at has like this born couple, this go just a gold digger and another rich man, normal bullshit. You know, just I think they just not what they wanted is not for us whatever <laughs> right right and i'll tell you when i because i did watch your season and what i gathered from you know seeing you guys was i feel like it really kind of translates to you know the the kind of guy that that michael must be that his ex-wife was so supportive of everything and that you know i believe that at one point she even lived with you if she doesn't still so i feel like that it just showed that you know hey no one has, you know, a, an ex-wife, you know, that that is so supportive if, if they're, you know, a, a bad guy and, and all that kind of stuff. I, I know, like, because he has a big heart, like a huge, sometimes it's too much. We have to make him stop because it's too good to people. It's not that these people are going to give it back to him. Yeah. So, but he's so really, really good person. Yeah. Everybody says that he helped a lot of people, even if he can't help himself. But, you know, he's still there. Like, if you're his friend, he do everything to help you, whatever you need. So he's a really good guy. I'm lucky. No, it sounds. It sounds it's hard like to that. find. No, that that sounds good. It sounds like you you both are lucky to have, have to have found each other. I think. Yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean that's kind of a good segue. What what does what does the future hold for for you and Michael? Obviously the shows the shows over the the lights have have faded. So so what does what's the future hold? Uh, we make a lot of plans, but we never know what's gonna happen. I really want to have a kid. I'm just waiting. I I know this coronavirus is not gonna be over soon, mm-hmm. but I still hope to get better. Mm-hmm. Um. I look forward to start working, like work more because I did, I did a few jobs last year, but it's not enough. I really need to make some change. I don't know. We have a lot of plans for this year. I just don't know. Even don't even know how to start. Yeah. <laughs> really no, complicated. That makes sense. I think last year has shown all of us that we can make as many plans as we want, but you know, I think that the world's going to, going to guide us. <laughs> Because you I know, know. <laughs> a lot of these plans just might get might uh, get get broken, so there's no use of making them too far in advance. Yes, now my plans was kind of burned last year. <laughs> yeah, you so and just... you and everyone, so <laughs> you're not alone. <laughs> yes, the rest of the you. world. So yeah. I just let it let it go. You know, the life just guide me. I have my plans here. That means gonna work, but I keep, I'm here to try, right? Like everyone. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> So how can, how can people connect with you? They, they've listened to this, they saw you on the show and they want to kind of keep up to date with you. Maybe we don't know exactly what your plans are, but they want to try to follow along to see what you're doing. How can they connect? I have my Instagram that I try to talk, uh, reply everyone that's a, a little hard, but I try to keep it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
I love like answer all the questions as many as possible. We can connect. Um, I'm also starting. Uh, actually, I already have a YouTube channel. I'm trying to make like show a little bit of my life hmm. here, and also I'm going back to Brazil next month just to see my family, and I want to share that. Very Finally, cool. where I come from. So it's just this is one of the plans I have in mind. I'm really excited for it. No, that'll be awesome. So tell everyone what your Instagram is. And then if you want to share what that YouTube channel is, tell us, tell us how we can find those. So my YouTube channel is Juliano Custodio, mm-hmm. like just Juliano Custodio. And my Instagram just Juliana Custodio with three O's. So three O's. <laughs> three O's in it. <laughs> Don't forget. I got you. I got you. Well, I'll tell you, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. I know you've got dogs back there vying for your <laughs> attention. Um, it's been a, an absolute pleasure. I really appreciate your time today. Um, so, so thanks for being here. Thanks so much for your attention. Uh, I lo- really love it. <laughs> Absolutely. I love, love keeping busy. I hope you have an amazing night and also your plans come through and happy new years. <laughs> Thank you. And that was my interview with Juliana Castagia. Hope you enjoyed it. If you're a fan of 90 Day Fiance, hope uh, hope it was what you expected. Um, I think there's a few surprises in there. Um, if, if 90 Day Fiance is not something you're interested in, hope you enjoyed it just for the, the sheer fact of learning a little bit uh, behind the scenes of reality shows as as well as just hearing kind of a, a good old-fashioned love story. Everyone, everyone likes that, right? <laughs> But uh, thanks so much for joining me today. Really appreciate it. Hope to see you next time. Uh, there's sure to be um, all, all kinds of different people, all walks of life. That's kind of the, the point. So hope to see you next time. And uh, take it away, Chris. This has been Not in a Huff with Jackson Huff. Thank you for listening. Be sure to join us next time where we will interview another amazing guest who is sure to make you laugh or make you think or, hey, maybe even both. But until then, keep being awesome.